and welcome to the show. Every week we meet up, talk some action movies, shoot some breeze and let off some steam. Bennett. This is PC and I'm Grant. And PC, remember when I said I would introduce you last? I lied. Grant, just so you know, I just went to your toilet and instead of toilet roll they had three seashells. What was that all about? <laughs> what is it with three seashells? <laughs> I've got an opening question for you. When has a trailer left you unbelievably disappointed when you've actually seen the, the film? I probably think, um, slightly on topic today as well, probably when they had the Phantom Menace. Oh, good yeah. one. <laughs> because, you know, there'd been such a wait for, for the films, you know, there'd always been talk of doing additional films and we'd always thought at the time, it'd be, oh, you know, they could do... Are you, are you talking about the trailer or the music video for Jewel of the Face? <laughs> <laughs> I think Julie the Face is probably the only positive thing that had come out of that, to be fair. That was, <laughs> I didn't really enjoy that. But yeah, I mean, the trailer for it really built up and you were like, oh, it looks really good, looks really good. And then reality hit home hard. Crushed. I think I'll go with Prometheus. Ooh. And let's face it, it's not how it looks that's wrong with that film. <laughs> I can predict those people are already shaking their fists in anger just even thinking about <laughs> Prometheus. You know who you are. Renan. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got a little bit of trivia for you, so you're going to have to work out what film this is from later. Okay. The wrestler, Terry Funk, <laughs> okay. best name ever, came up with the idea for his character in this film, who's called John Doe, <laughs> <laughs> to call the lead character Chicken Dick. So have a wee think, see what you think of that. <laughs> okay. Let's do the Wheel of News. Okay, first topic today. Front page of the sun is different in Scotland and England, and it's for the Tories on one and for... Oh, wait, sorry, I've got the wrong Wheel of News here. <laughs> this is a political news. <laughs> it's far too weighty for this show. Yeah. <laughs> let's get back to our lightweight Wheel of News. Yeah, let's not get tied down by all these political ramifications. <laughs> Choose a number. I will go with number five. You're going to love this. New casting rumour for Spider-Man, your fave. Bring it on. Mr. and Mrs. Butterfield, what would you like to call your son? <laughs> Asa, I think, would be a good name for him. Yeah. He definitely will not get bullied. Yeah. You can only imagine that the guy was thinking of something that had a stroke halfway through it, and they're like, no, we're taking your first answer. When you said to me that you were looking to someone from Ender's Game I actually thought you meant Harrison Ford so I was disappointed can you imagine that grumpy old Harrison Ford <laughs> older than Uncle Ben uh, yeah you can just imagine that it would be like yeah I kind of mean the banter level was going to be too high for that one <laughs> the fight between him and Vulture it's like but who's the Vulture <laughs> the, yeah the Vulture would be the perfect foe for him yeah come on get Larry David in to fight Harrison Ford <laughs> I still persist there was a chat going on the other day and Craven the Hunter as well is still being talked about which could be quite interesting but. if you've read the Ultimates version of Craven the Hunter I reckon that's what they're going to go for because really they're kind of creaming in their genes over the Ultimates storylines in mm. the past few films haven't they yeah. especially Electro ok what number now I will take number 2 spoiler alert one of the major DC characters has died oh no you know this is going to be permanent too you know it's going to be permanent because it always is DC have got a track record of killing people off and then they stay dead especially in this instance when it's Batman (laughs) 
The Batman and the Joker have both perished, and Batman's going to be replaced by Commissioner Gordon in a robot costume. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a comic sound creative anymore. <laughs> so presumably, like I say, this is going to stick. You know, they're going to in Batman vs Superman. Superman will immediately kill Batman with his laser vision. Yeah. Batman will be dead. You get Gary Oldman coming as Commissioner Gordon in a robot suit. Lazarus Pit. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, standard. The get out clause for yeah. all. <laughs> he's dead. Well, wait, we have the paddling pool that's full of mystical water. Throw him in there. Hey, he's alive again. I guess you could fairly say that there will be a generation that will be saying, oh my god, Batman's dead. But most generations are saying, yeah, I remember at least two other times where Batman's yeah. died. This is this is the Goku of DC. He's <laughs> dying every week. It's like, no. <laughs> but the very fact that they're doing all these new Justice League films and they're doing the Suicide Squad, which has got the Joker in it. And There's no way these characters and are ru- dead. And rumour may have it that um, Batman may also be in that as well. I will take number one. Jurassic Park World will have a returning character. I see this. The T-Rex. It's only the bloody T-Rex they've gone for. You know, and I'm glad that they did this. It'd be so. It'd be a lot easier just to recast. But no, they went back to the original T-Rex and said, "You know what? We want you back. You were a popular character." I'm just looking forward to the bit where they explain yeah. that this is the so like how they managed to shoehorn it into the plot that this is the one from the original. Oh no, it's the original one that attacked Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Look, Jeff Goldblum is going to explain to us. That's the T-Rex from before. So two two stories you missed out on here. Star Wars Rebels could cross into the movies. Thank all God right. you didn't pick that because I haven't watched an episode no. of Star Wars Rebels. Either have I, it's all good. And big, big news. Roxanne Dawson, you know, Belana Torres from yes. Star Trek Voyager, is one of the named directors for the new um, Ridley Scott TV show, which has got the guy from How I Met Your Mother as the lead. It's called um, Mercy Street. All right. Yeah, thank God we didn't get that one yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's a slow news day. <laughs> so shall we go on to our subject of the week? We're going to do some trailers. Yes. First one, I think we'll look at the Fantastic Four, because I know what a fan of every single Fantastic Four movie that's been released you are. It's been a lot ever since the 90s version. <laughs> Isn't that about time they rebooted Spider-Man? I mean, like, again... Before they even get to this new film, they just reboot them again. There's plenty of heavy objects in here, just keep it. <laughs> so, Fantastic Four. Yes. What did you think? Was it fantastic or rubbish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm viewing it towards the rubbish. It kind of says it all when um, somebody who hadn't seen the casting was asking about it, and when I mentioned who was playing the thing, his look of horror and distaste kind of really just summed up. Did you say it was Jimmy Bell that was playing Billy Elliot? Or did you say it was Billy Elliot that was playing I might have said it was Billy Elliot just for for Dale's just to see the reaction. Jimmy Bell, star of Jumper. Yeah. (laughs) Star of King Kong. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're depressing me as well. I'm not really a huge fan of the casting for this film. The girl from House of Cards... Uh, I, it's kind of hit and miss sometimes it's like yeah you see her do a good job and other times it's just like for the love of God shut up but yeah I, I think that's her as an actress though yeah you've seen her as the cards 
But again, it's, it's like you were saying earlier, they're kind of going more for the Ultimate Universe, where it's younger versions of the characters. And they're, it's all interdimensional rather than... Yes, which I suppose you couldn't really make it space when it's like you've got these characters who are in their 20s that should be astronauts, and you're like, no. No, it's, it's silly making them astronauts. Let's, let's make them interdimensional travellers. Astronauts would be silly. <laughs> Don't be daft, I've got a far better idea. <laughs> You just know now it's going to be terrible, eh? There's the, if that is the best... What do you mean I know now? I knew from this. <laughs> I think the fact that they kind of announced it and then like three days later we're like, okay, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> We've done all the shooting and the effects. <laughs> On one video camera. Oh, right, have you? That's suspicious. Yeah. Almost like you haven't spent a lot of time in it and you just want to retain the rights or something. The guy playing... The Human Torch, though. I think he's got a lot of charm to him. Yeah. As I said before, he's in The Wire, so he'll mm. forever be forgiven for whatever he does in the future because of that. You say that, but we'll see. How good would it be if the Fantastic Four were up against Omar from The Wire? Hey, yo, Omar coming. Back in the room. How about Star Wars? Did you see this trailer? Oh, yes. Just to add to that as well um, given that I got to watch Avengers in IMAX it meant I also got to watch the Star Wars trailer in oh, IMAX you got to watch it as if you had to ask your mum's permission or yes. something <laughs> that's my self permission opening sequence just by itself in IMAX was looked fantastic given you can see the Star Destroyer just sitting in the corner just going past was for what I thought was Tatooine but I've been corrected so far now that it's not I've been told it's not it's not corrected tattooing. by me Shut your face. <laughs> it wasn't. It's not Utapau or some of the other ones from the, the original prequels as well. Let's be the Wookiee homeworld. Kashyyyk. Yeah, what you get reference to that is when you play Force Unleashed 2 and you get to start throwing Wookiees off bridges. So, speaking of Wookiees, mm. Chewbacca was in it. He was. And he hadn't aged the day, there was no grey hairs or anything. No, I think that's probably good. Yeah. Yeah. But you'd like to think he'd aged a bit like, you know, like some members of his family from the Christmas special. Yeah. <laughs> Lumpy. Yes, I did mention the Christmas special. <laughs> oh, God, is that why you're making me watch this week? <laughs> I would not be that cruel. <laughs> Thank God. You would not be on my Christmas card list. I thought we'd be responsible for what would happen to you if I made you watch that. <laughs> Do you remember that scene at the end of. Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark where that guy's head melts <laughs> yes. that's how I feel when I watch the holiday special that's kind of like I feel anytime somebody used to try and make me watch a musical or any kind of episode of um, Sex and the City but are you excited for this? you know what of all the trailers that we are going through today this is the one that I am probably most excited for I'm almost like a, um, an abused partner when it comes to Star Wars now where I'm like Get back in the kitchen. I really, really love you, and you're very, very attractive, but you've hurt me so badly before. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it too. I think they've, they've done a really good job putting these trailers together. <laughs> but that's what J.J. Abrams always does with his trailers. All his trailers always look incredible. And they'll give him his, his due. There was no lens flare in the trailers as well. I don't know if he's maybe just saving it for the main event, but... I'm, I'm not sure if I have 100% have a, a huge problem with him and his lens flares. Hmm. On that though, when he's on that desert planet, that's going to be lens flare city, isn't it? <laughs> it would be an easy element. It's like, oh yes, that's why he's chosen that planet. 
as the original cast are like, is it going to use us at all? <laughs> Just filming a lens flares over here. Well, I'm not having a problem with that. I can see why people do. Yeah. Because it is constant in Star Trek Into Darkness. I think almost the, the, he's reached his nadir and people have pointed it out to him so much that yeah I mean this is the thing if, if, you, if you said lens flares it's the first name that would pop into your head even without thinking about it old JJ I caught you former Bolton player yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first name that pops into my head JJ Abrams he's the one directed this film not JJ I caught you former Bolton player what a different film that would be <laughs> I think he could have done a better job than George Lucas in the prequels <laughs> Despite his lack of directing experience, I think a, a collective force of daredevils could do a better job than him. It was just—I <laughs> think a monkey that had accidentally blended itself while masturbating could have made a better job than George Lucas in the prequels. Okay, we've kind of got off topic. <laughs> <laughs> we've not even mentioned Han Solo yet. <laughs> You've heard the theory before that Han Solo's had a stroke, eh? I heard the theory from you yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the theory you made up the theory yeah. which I'm endorsing yeah. <laughs> emphatically endorsing I think there's a lot of evidence of this in this trailer because one side of his face is definitely pulled down not that there's anything wrong with people that have had a stroke obviously I just think that maybe that's partly why people think he shows so little emotion these days that part of it is he can't help it yeah I'll give him his due though he did the I don't know if you've ever seen the interview that he did just when they were doing the promotional part for the, the movies maybe about four or five months ago and they were going around the basically going around the studio getting people to ask questions but it's like can you ask him questions with nothing really to Star Wars and every person they were cutting to was like dressed up as a as a Jedi it's like um, so do you like yeah, food? Yeah, I've seen that as well and then, then cuts to um, Chewbacca and it's like what did you do? it's like you're my friend, I trusted you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's he does seem to have a decent sense of humour. I mean, I know it's taken this long to get anywhere near making up people because of... Have you ever seen of... the footage of William Shatner presenting the award to George Lucas? I did, yes. Everyone should watch that, it's fantastic. But Harrison Ford is killing himself in the audience. Yeah. No, so, uh, Star Wars, husband bulge? Definitely so. You've got one right now, haven't you? I was, hoping you, I, I, I was hoping you wouldn't notice. <laughs> well, here's one that'll take that down. <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Yes. it's. I can understand why there's a lot of fans that are really hyped for it, and some of it does look good, um, because the whole thing they're trying to play on is the fact that Superman's become this, this figure now, either of of anger for people because they think he's going to try and repress them or for people who want to almost worship him because they think he's a godlike figure so that people, this is who, people who are scared because he broke that guy's neck that time <laughs> <laughs> after destroying every building in the city and the rumour is that Jimmy Olsen got his legs blown off in that oh. so old Scoot McNary is going to have some prosthetic legs Scoot McNary plays Jimmy Olsen I just want to remind you of that I think as well. I mean, the the big thing that a lot of them get was the um, the, the line towards the end, the "Do you bleed?" And the folk are just like, "My God," you know. But <laughs> well, there's chicken, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but realistically, he doesn't bleed unless you've got kryptonite bullets. You're yeah. not going to make him bleed, you know. And you've not introduced kryptonite at all. There's no mention of kryptonite. Nobody knows anything about it. Ultimately, that's why every Superman film so far has been disappointing to a certain degree, though. Is 
close grip What do you need to do to, to stop this guy? Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's I mean, and I get it. Every hero is indestructible to a certain extent. Look at Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from an end of days, of course. Oh, I cried like a little baby watching that. Oh, he's giving think. himself up for the world. <laughs> but and then became governor. Everybody won. Obviously, Batman's not going to kill him in this fight. So um, where, where's the tension going to be coming from? Two the, former the ten- friends the- who've been only introduced in this one film who've fallen out. Yeah, I, I'm not excited for this in the slightest. And it's it's not to do with Ben Affleck. I think Henry Cavill's a good Superman. I just think he's been given the wrong material by Zack Snyder, mm. who is the worst. He is terrible. He is ruining Superman. He just doesn't understand what makes Superman important. Yeah. Which is Superman is a symbol of hope. Not a symbol of, oh my god, there's that guy that broke that guy's neck. I'm so scared of him. Where's Batman to come and stop him? Let's get this other guy that we're all scared of and use him to kill the other guy. But the- How about just the Justice League come together to fight somebody who could actually take on Superman, like Brainiac? Mm. There's so many opportunities for different storylines. <laughs> I can just imagine trying to explain that to some audience. <laughs> Me, Bizarro, hates Superman. I'm, I think we said it last week, but DC are better on it. DC Definitely. are getting it right on TV and wrong in film in so many ways. I actually would argue that DC, the printed DC, also gets it right quite a lot of the time as well. Yeah. A lot of it's very unique, very life affirming. It's really, really different to Marvel's output in a lot of ways. Mm. That's what's wrong, is people think, oh, The Dark Knight did well, so this is what people want. Yeah. But they've not taken the lessons from The Dark Knight, which is, you know, have a theme, maybe, (laughs) and also moments of levity, outcast characters. Yeah, I think because of how badly Man of Steel did, and a lot of people disagree with that, but Man of Steel was not a good film. It had this moment Don't use your powers, son. Don't use them. Don't help anyone. What a Superman. <laughs> so what happens if you spend all your time at Waterworld? <laughs> or if you've got he's a job. so cynical because he knows what happened to JFK that time. Yeah. Just, just to remind you who's going to be in this film. So, for non-established characters... Jeremy Irons? Is Ollie Toledo! <laughs> Jeremy Irons! <laughs> So you've got him as Alfred. You've then got Aquaman. Yes, the the guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Who's in a really, really good TV show called Red Road, which I recommend. All right. Um, you've also got Cyborg. I love Cyborg. And one of the ones that's one of the ones that's still to be confirmed, but if they do, it's probably going to cause a lot of outrages. Um, there's still rumour to have somebody playing the Flash. Yeah, no, well, they have, they've cast that guy. Remember I put that up on Facebook about that guy who, he was wandering around South America, he got the phone call and he was like, oh, this is such a transcendent moment. What an idiot. Yeah, I mean, from that point of view, these are all characters that have never been introduced to the DC universe. And, you know, and and the films. So, as well as the the, the storyline that you've got with 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 what happens with Batman versus Superman, so you've got to have that as an ongoing an ongoing threat with everything that's happened in terms of what happens how does it get to the point where you know is it the government that say to Batman right we want to do this or does he take it on himself and all that plus trying to just these characters because as well like I think 
because of the way Marvel have done it, where they've introduced all the characters first, then thrown them together. Yeah, you've only got maybe That's one or two. The, so you... the, the audience who are not familiar with these characters time to catch up yeah. to the point where they're interested in these characters by the time the Avengers comes out. Hmm. Whereas now, like, who's going to be watching it and go, oh, when's Aquaman going to be showing up? <laughs> I love Aquaman and know who he is. <laughs> Whereas what you're going to get is him appearing and folk going, how can he do that? Why? Why? Is <laughs> yeah. my power over the speaking to fish? Or why does she have a glowing whip? <laughs> I guess Wonder Woman because of the TV. Oh, people of a certain age will know that from the yeah. TV show. But that's a long time ago. Now. Yeah, I mean, given the market for this film, you're, you're kind of looking at teenagers and, and people in their your young young twenties. That's you know, it's aiming for the, the superhero market. And it's supposed to be a, a direct contest to Avengers. This is their <laughs> springboard for for doing the Justice League. That's what um, I find funny about it. Yeah, and it just and it just feels like just such a rush number that they've had plenty of time to put other films in, and all they've done is focus purely on Batman and just let him carry the candor for the last few years when they've had plenty of opportunities to realistically look at scripts from other people and what I don't get as well though is why is it taking so long for this film to come out yeah there was preview footage last year here's the first teaser proper teaser trailer and it's another year till it comes out Star Wars is coming out before this maybe what they're doing is rather than filming it in the dark they're just filming it all at night so they're just having it they're just they're just running out of darkness too quickly it's like oh not again <laughs> so they're just filming it when Ben Affleck's awake enough to yeah. take part <laughs> just filming it in the dead of night so you're only getting three or four hours worth of footage per night that's why it's taking so long <laughs> okay that's enough of our trailer shut up that's enough we're going to play the game now. I'd just like to remind you of the game's name. It's Segal, Schwarzenegger, Stallone or Streisand. Okay, so this film, some of the stars in it, Amy Irving from Carrie, Mandy Patinkin, you know who that is? No, it's be. From uh, Princess Bride. Oh, yes. I am Nagel Montoya, that's him. Classic film. And he's in Criminal Minds. So they're the two kind of stars. This was written and directed by the star of this. So one of those four people, remember. Okay. Any guesses? I'm probably going to take a stab in the dark and voice it as a Streisand. Yes. So let's see if you can get the film. I really won't. (laughs) (laughs) Set in Eastern Europe at the beginning of the last century, this person produces, directs and stars in the story of a young Jewish girl who wishes to study the Torah. (laughs) Schwarzenegger. <laughs> is this a prelude to I Assassin's Creed? <laughs> a young Jewish girl, uh, sorry, this knowledge is forbidden to women under Jewish law, so she leaves home and disguises herself as a boy. Oh, just is, it, is this the plot for Milan? <laughs> this came before Milan. Mm-hmm. You, as well, you know, Disney rip off all their films. Trouble arises when Avigdor breaks off his engagement to Hadass. Oh no! Hadass. Duhas? <laughs> Duhas, no. <laughs> and asks this person to take his place. The film won an Academy Award for Best Song. Any ideas? None. <laughs> this person also says, I love Barbara Streisand, but this film seems a bit self indulgent. <laughs> I can imagine why uh, yeah, I can that. imagine that's probably yeah. right. 
because this film is yentl. Given that I've never heard of the film, <laughs> <laughs> and given I, I given I hope that that's our, our first venture into Streisand territory, and hopefully for the next little while, I'm quite happy with that. So you're saying you don't want me to do a Streisand film next week? <laughs> I'm just saying I just okay, don't, I don't expect a positive response. But <laughs> definitely won't do that then. So trivia fact of the week: Terry Funk had came up with the idea for John Doe to call this character Chicken Dick. Given your track record in this game and the ridiculousness of the name, I would probably have to take a stab in the dark for Roadhouse. Roadhouse is correct. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Another. Possibly Roadhouse Base <laughs> back next week. There's quite a lot still to go by then. It could take some time. So that's us for this week. Thanks for coming along and sharing some anger. <laughs> this week it was me giving you a film, wasn't it? It was. And what film did I give you again? You gave me Texas Rangers. To sum it up in a word, dull. <laughs> How was James Vanderbeek? Yes. Was the forehead on show? It was definitely on show. <laughs> so just to, just to enlighten everybody to the, the experience that I had to, to suffer with this one, the, the story is that he is an intelligent doctor in waiting or somebody like that. I was kind of losing interest even by this point, and this was just the intro, um, whose family are all killed by uh, a gang led by Alfred Molina. Oh wow, Doc Ock. Yeah, Doc Ock. Gotta love him. Um, so he then decides to join the Texas Rangers. Um, <laughs> and shoot baseballs at him. Yeah. <laughs> um, which has led, um, which also part of this, I don't even notice this, but um, Robert Patrick was in this as well. Oh, I never noticed Yeah, that. it was actually given the quality of the film, it was quite a heady cast for that time. Um, he was with Fantastic Tash as well, I need to put the picture up for it. <laughs> Fantastic Cowboy Tash. Um, so yeah, it's basically him joining the Texas Rangers so he can wreak revenge on these guys, and it's just boring. It's <laughs> I, I can't think of any other words. I mean, even my notes I think comprise of about three lines, and even then it's the fact. Thank God it's only an hour and thirty minutes, and then the fact that James Coburn did the voiceover intro. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah James Coburn. And the only thing that actually made me laugh that was probably meant to was he rides his horse like he rides his sister. <laughs> was that line deliberate about Ashton Kutcher by any chance? <laughs> no. But, yeah, I mean, even at the bottom of my notes I've just got dull, dull, dull written just below it. So, Is James Vanderbeek the star then? He's meant to be, yes. Um, he's, if you can't picture James Vanderbeek, imagine Ellen DeGeneres crossed with Rocky Dennis from Mask. <laughs> He does have quite a predominant forehead. Yes. Yes. So, as much as the um, the previous film that you gave me, um, Shadow Fury, was quite entertaining in its own right. They can't all be winners, PC. They can't be. This was definitely <laughs> not a winner. This was one that stumbled by the post and was shot before it could go any further. I've got a feeling I've opened up a can of worms here. <laughs> well, I think you'll like my choice, actually. I'm giving you a film called Left Behind, Chad Michael Murray. This is a Christian film, is it? Yeah. And as part of what I said we was going to do was a slight time with some of our trailers. It's a very vague one, but you'll understand the reference to this one. <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Oh, yes. 
Yes. Who, for all people... Uh, who... Yes, it is a Christian film, because it's based on an, an original Christian film. Is it? Yes, it is, so, yeah. Oh, I'm looking I, forward I, to I this. I stand corrected, then. So, for those that don't understand the reference for that, um, in the 90s, um, Nicolas Cage was supposed to be Superman. Yes. Yes. Superman lives. Mm. Which I think we can all Superman safely say. Hands. Yeah, we, we can all safely say we're glad that film was never made. Superman chews scenery. <laughs> uh, Superman face off. Oh, I like the super girl. She's like a little peach. <laughs> I'm just getting twisted images now. <laughs> my, my Nicholas Cage there was a bit more Gabby Busey actually, wasn't it? Put the bonnet down. <laughs> But yeah, so um, I hope you enjoy that one. I think I will. Yes. And it's got an effect with the theme of next week's episode because that's going to be a religious action film in itself. Oh dear God. Yes. <laughs> okay. We'll see you later. See you.